0: In this JIMD shortcast, Dr. Cindy Towns discusses her work, high penetrance recurrent attacks and thrombus formation in a family with hereditary coproporphyria, first published in March 2022. Tīmatā to kātoro no mai, my greetings from Aotearoa, New Zealand. So the acute porphyrias uh, disorders of heme synthesis, and coproporphyria is the rarest uh, subtype. Uh, and has been considered by some to be milder in presentation. In this report, we present seven cases from the same family uh, with hereditary coproporphyria. Uh, The first case was a 21-year-old woman who presented to the emergency department three times uh, before she was admitted under me. She uh, was dehydrated, she had hyponatremia and severe abdominal pain. She then developed seizures, went into status epilepticus, and had to be transferred to intensive care. So, the combination of abdominal pain and seizures uh, made me think of porphyria. PBG was positive, and porphyrins were very, very high. So, we treated her with IV hemarginate um, that had to be flown down from Auckland. It's a rare disease, and we didn't have any. Subsequent testing revealed that actually she had the copro porphyria subtype and a novel mutation. Unfortunately, she also had a prolonged delirium, which was concerning uh, in somebody in her 20s and an MRI-confirmed posterior reversible encephalopathy. Pleasingly, the cognitive changes and the MRI changes are resolved and she manages to stay out of hospital. Um, Although she's had several other documented attacks, she tends to avoid hospital following her intensive care state. She's got a 23-year-old sister who's had a previous laparoscopy for for dysmenorrhea and and ovarian cystectomy which is not uncommon uh, to have sort of exploratory surgery for um, abdominal pain in these patients. She's unfortunately had 43 admissions, so multiple admissions. Um, she gets PBG-positive attacks and also pain flares without PBG rises. It's been really, really difficult to gain control of her pain, and unfortunately, she developed opioid dependence as a complication of her treatment. We use uh, ketamine a bit in New Zealand, so we trialled ketamine infusions to try to uh, act as an opioid-sparing type strategy, which seemed to work a little bit, but really what's made the most dramatic difference in her is trialling the mRNA interference molecule gavoserin which set a dramatic reduction in her attacks. She still comes in occasionally, but not nearly as regularly as she was. The third case is a cousin to cases one and two, and you notice the theme here, this is autosomal dominant, so it uh, crops up in the family very regularly. She's also had multiple admissions. she had some body dysmorphia um, and some somatic symptoms relating to that, unfortunately. So she would come in with attacks precipitated by caloric deprivation and, and dehydration. So she had also developed opioid dependence but did manage to come off that. And to her credit, her mood and weight are stabilising and she's actually planning a family uh, aiming for a pre-implantation diagnosis um, so that she can avoid passing on the mutation. Case 4 is a 44-year-old, woman to the mother to case 1 and 2. She's had a long history when you speak to her of abdominal pain of unknown origin but that's been reducing over time. She's had some documented attacks uh, but only one that required hospitalisation. Following along from that is her sister, who's a 55-year-old woman. And again, in speaking to her, she has a very long history of abdominal pain of unknown origin, but actually stopped following menopause. And although she has the mutation and raised uh, faecal porphyrins, uh, like the others, she's not had any documented attacks. Cases six and seven, the final cases, are the blokes in the family, they're the men, uh, case 6 is a ridiculously fit 83-year-old man from the Netherlands. He actually ran to my clinic room, which was an indication he really didn't need to be there. He's the grandfather of the first two cases. He had normal fecal porphyrins, but he carries mutation. So he's latent, and there's nothing in his history suggestive of acute attacks. Uh, similarly, Case 7 is a 33-year-old man, yeah, ex-military, very fit. Uh, he's got the mutation, raised faecal porphyrins, but he's never had a documented attack. And speaking to him, I don't think his history is consistent with attacks. Uh, so what are the key points to this paper? I think the key points really are that the acute porphyrias can be severe and hereditary copro porphyria can be severe. If you look at that first case, she had status epilepticus and press, and they can be life threatening in some situations. So... A key point really is to think about these rare diseases early and and diagnose them accurately. The second point I'd like to make is that some people have considered uh, HCP to be more mild, but this cohort shows that it can have high penetrance, uh, severe and recurrent attacks. So I think that's important to note that it can present that way. Again, for this cohort, we think it's probably hormonally mediated. If we look at all the young women, Unfortunately, those sort of attacks have never been cyclical enough or consistent enough um, for us to be preventative in our approach. Third point would be that pain management in the acute corthorias when they present like this is very challenging, Um, and physicians need to be aware that opioid dependence can develop and to be aware of those risk factors. I would consider ketamine as opioid sparing, and it might be something that other people find useful, but gavosserim really has made a dramatic difference in our most challenging patient. And finally, women of childbearing age should be offered pre-implantation diagnosis. Although this disease is only considered to be 10% penetrant, it can present with severe attacks and there can be considerable complications and morbidity. So if we're able to reduce the prevalence of these mutations in the overall gene pool, um, then that's what we should do. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to read the paper, please click the link in the podcast description.